The planet is heating up. The oceans are becoming filled with plastic. Change starts now. Change starts now. We're on a countdown to zero waste. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the Zero Waste Countdown Podcast. Here's your host, Laura Nash. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Zero Waste Countdown podcast and radio show. Today, we're speaking with Francesca Bray-Mizze, the founder of Aura7. It's a sustainable activewear company, and I'm so excited to talk about this because it's our first time that we've really brought um, anyone on talking about activewear. So, Francesca, really excited. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura. It's so nice to be on this show. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So I have so many questions about your brand because I'm really just excited about this. Um, I, I've been wearing Lululemon kind of since it started. And so I have a lot of experience with, you know, the ups and downs of Lululemon. And, and um, I just like activewear because I am very active and I like it for traveling as well. So I have some some pants and a top and they're both really, really, they seem like really good quality to me um, of Aura 7. And the best part is that it's made from recycled plastic, basically. So can you tell us a little bit about how you're sourcing the fabric? Absolutely. Happily, for sure. Yeah. So just a little bit of uh, background story about me. I, um, I've been teaching yoga. Uh, I've been living in California and teaching yoga in the last about like 15 years or so. And as you said, I basically live my life in, in activewear and do everything in activewear from, from beginning to end, teach yoga, practice yoga, go home, do my shopping, travel, and, and everything in between. So it was really important for me to, to work something really comfortable and what, what I really enjoy being in. And um, so teaching yoga kind of uh, opened my eyes and made me realize that, uh, um, that there's a need for a more sustainable, more eco-friendly activewear line. So I started to, to think about Aura 7 and a year ago uh, in August, uh, I launched Aura 7. So the fabric, there are two different fabrics I launched my first collection, capsule collection with. Uh, the one fabric, and uh, help me out, which, which one did you receive? So I can, I can particularly talk about the one, what you have, but I can, I can walk everyone through. I'm actually not sure which one it was. So it was the long pants and it was in a light blue color. And then the top. That helps that I know exactly which one is that. So uh, that one is made of recycled fishing nets. So it's not just a recycled plastic. It's actually recycled fishing nets and other ocean based, what it's been created from. It is a very, very good quality fabric. And, uh, and the thing is that they bring up these uh, ghost fishing nets from the bottom of the ocean, which cause so much issue. Marine life gets stuck in there. They starve to life. They starve to death. They uh, they get stuck and then eaten by other animals. So they cause a lot of issue down in the bottom of the ocean. They just basically lay in there. That's why they call them ghost fishing nets. Um, and then there are these that. There's this, there are lots of different organizations, but I partnered up with one called Healthy Seas, and they have volunteer really brave divers. They go down to the bottom of the ocean and they get these uh, ghost fishing nets up from the surf, from the bottom of the ocean to the surface.
surface. They are super, super heavy. And many times they are tangled into different rock formations and other things. So it's not an easy job to do. Um, and we are actually partnered with these organizations and we're giving back to them after each and every sell. Uh, so uh, we're trying to help them out as well. This, this, uh, the the fishing nets are made for made of they are they are nylon based. Therefore, it's easy to regenerate. And there is this uh, factory in Italy, an amazing factory. I have the pleasure to visit them. They use uh, uh, all kinds of uh, alternative energy sources, solar to wind to to other different sources. So they are fantastic eco conscious uh, company and they regenerate this nylon and, and create this fantastic yarn out of this uh, ocean base basically. Wow, that's so amazing because we know that our oceans are in a bit of trouble and ghost nets are a huge, huge, huge issue as I'm sure you know if you're listening. And uh, we did talk to Swedish stockings. Have you heard of them, Francesca? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah, so th- they are doing a similar thing with the polyamide. So they take these fishnets, mm-hmm. but I think they have like, I don't know if it's fishermen that bring them back if they find them out there. And uh, they take the polyamide out and then spin it into this new yarn. And I think theirs is in Italy as well. So Italy really seems like, of course, it's, you know, fashion forward. There's a lot of fashion innovation always going on there. Uh, but it does seem as well that they are leading the way in sustainability too, which is pretty neat. I absolutely agree. That's a, that's a really great news. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really cool. Um, so there's two types of fabric that you said yes. you have, right? So the one is from the fishnets. So thank you for cleaning up the ocean. That's like fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's really a great thing. And that organization has been fantastic. So we're trying to support them as much as possible. And then the other fabric is uh, that fabric is actually coming from Brazil. So another, another source and it is biodegradable. So that fabric uh, is not made out of recycled uh, uh, plastic or recycled fishing net, but uh, the fabric itself, uh, it degrades within uh, four to five years on the landfill, having multiple, like 32 different uh, bacteria present in the same time. So I did have once the question, it was a funny question. So what happens if it's biodegradable? So I'm going to walk on the street and like four or five years from now, it's going to start to degrade on me. Like, no, none of of that's going to happen. We're not going to have a big festival with people coming together and just watching how different fabrics are degrading on their uh, bodies. But uh, it, it just happens on the landfill. So the quality is fantastic. It's actually a super, super soft fabric. A lot of our clients love that fabric a lot since it feels like it's a second skin. You don't even feel like at some point you're actually wearing something. It's super breathable. It's really, really good for hot yoga or any kind of an intense uh, workout or even wearing it on the beach and doing some kind of a stand-up paddleboard or anything like that since it dries really, really fast. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so the the Brazilian fabric, the Amnisol Eco, uh, so what exactly makes that um, compostable or sorry, decomposable in the landfill. Right. Uh, absolutely. So Amnisol Eco is a, is a Brazilian fabric that is made and it's all made from reused materials and it's also biodegradable. So uh, what it means that the fiber has the technology to uh, accelerate in, and decompose on the landfill. So it takes the, the, the fabric around three to five years on the landfill and only on the landfill to decompose. Uh, it needs to have uh, about like 30 different uh, bacteria present in the same time. 
and uh, it's a much faster time frame in uh, comparison to com uh, to conventional synthetic fabrics to compose. So that can take centuries to other synthetic uh, fabrics to decompose versus this fabric. It's it's a different different way to to create it. So it takes about three to five years for this. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. So how did you source these things? Because I've never. I've never even heard of it. So this is all kind of new to me with the the um, the stuff that breaks down. Of course, I did know about the polyamide from the fishnets, but tell me about the process of finding this fabric. Or is, is it the fabric you're finding or is it just the thread that you're finding? Uh, no, the fabric. I'm, I'm sourcing the fabric since I'm still yeah. just a smaller company. For me to, to source the thread, there would be a, a bigger process and uh, obviously more cost fish, uh, more more expensive process to do. So at some point, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to to create my own fabric, sourcing my own yarn. But currently, I'm just uh, sourcing fabric. So sourcing fabric is the beginning. It was kind of interesting. I actually ran ran into a couple couple companies and and uh, and people, they were just trying to talk me out of the whole sustainable factor, uh, telling me that it's more expensive and not so many people cares about the, the end result. And I would just keep coming back to the same answer that it, it, I care about it. This is this is something what's important for me. Uh, so I, I want to do it this way. I don't want to do it any other way. I want to find the good sources when I can really create something what's, what's different, that's what's out there and really... Um, uh, help our planet to heal and and help our mindset to change to go towards the more sustainable uh, directions and so um, I went to different uh, fabric conventions of course there is one in Los Angeles I was lucky enough to live nearby and I uh, met some good people there and then through that I was able to to find my my sources and my final final companies I can work with. Oh wow! So you had access to to find these fabrics like right right in California, so you didn't have yes. to kind of go all over the exactly. place and yeah, nice. I did go all around the place, but I ended up finding both of these companies uh, through that um, LA Fabric Show. Nice, that's awesome. Um, and we should talk about California a little bit later because you guys seem to be really ahead of the game here when it comes to sustainability. But let's let's keep going with Aura Seven and the company and how it's sustainable. So we learned about the two different kinds of fabric that are used, and we learned about how we, you know, how you started the company. Um, and of course, packaging is a big deal when it comes to any sort of business like this, right? So um, tell us a little bit about your packaging because. Because I noticed that it's actually really good, like in terms of sustainability, I was very impressed. Um, so tell us how you developed it and what you're using for packaging. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. So that was, packaging was like a long, long thought process for me to go through from beginning to the end to make sure that I use just the the right um, materials and the, the one number one really important thing for me was that I don't use any plastic in my production or in my shipping process at all. So I wanted to make sure that no plastic whatsoever, not even at the factory or, or you know, who I work together with, they're not sending my garments out to me uh, in plastic bags. They all, that's something what I feel like we can all say goodbye to and it's not really 
uh, really necessary part of the whole process. So I made sure that everything what I use in my in my shipping process is uh, either recycled, recycled and recyclable, uh, biodegradable or compostable. So the the bags I'm putting my my final packages in, they are biodegradable. Uh, I'm sorry, they are compostable. They're the package, but I put my stuff in there. They are uh, actually compostable. And uh, the paper is recycled and recyclable. The ink is soy-based ink. So everything what I use in there is, is as I said, recycled, recyclable, biodegradable, and compostable. We have wow. like a thank you card where we place into the package that is also a recyclable paper and uh, recycled paper and also recyclable. And it is... Uh, Hint with some, uh, it's 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 called a seed paper. So they have like a, 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 a little seeds in there, flower seeds in there. So you can actually put this paper. It dissolves in water. You can put this paper into a pod. You can add some water to it, and a couple of weeks later, you're gonna have a beautiful, cute little wildflower grow out from the pod. That's so cool. I I did get some seed paper uh, in my package, and it was really cool to see. So I'll have to plant that. It's I'm going to start to get cold here in Canada, so I'll wait till next spring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to know kind of what it's like to be a sustainable fashion designer in California because it seems like you would have a very cool job. Um, and I want to say that the the style that I got, so I got the, the tights, like the pants, and I got a sports bra as well, um, like a short top. And... I'm 37, so I'm getting older now. I don't really go to the gym, but I do a lot of like farm work basically out here. And these fit so well. And yeah, and they're so smooth. And I do feel like they're going to last a while. So I used to work at Lululemon back in about 2006. Uh, So I do have, you know, quite a bit of experience wearing Lululemon. And uh, I really like that they last and that when you're traveling, you can maybe get a couple days out of the pants or the tank tops um, so that you can travel lighter, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I do, it it does seem like these are going to last a long time and that they're not going to get like the, the lint um, because Lululemon ran into an issue maybe 10 years ago or so where like wherever it would rub, they'd kind of like form some lint. Like I don't, I don't think that this would happen with Aura 7. It doesn't look like, uh, which is really good as well. Um, and just the way that the band of the pants kind of like holds everything in nice and tight, like it really gives you some nice shape and support through your mid waist. Um, so I really loved that. Um, so yeah, kind of walk us through what it's like to have this really cool, uh, job in a very sustainable state out there that's sunny, sunny and warm compared to where we are. (laughs) Yes. Yes. First of all, thank you so much. It means so much to me to hear that you, you feel like it's a comfortable piece and, and yes, the quality was really important for me as well. So, uh, therefore I went with a little bit more pricey, but making sure that, uh, choosing a really durable and quality fabric what can last longer since that's part of uh, sustainability as well so we don't have to purchase things too too often and too quickly 
So important. Um, yes. So yes, important. yes, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So talking about my cool job, <laughs> that is absolutely a great thing to do it in a place, in a state where there are a lot of like-minded people. And even if you run into people, they're not necessarily aware of the, the pollution of the fashion industry or the issues of the fashion industry. They like talking about subjects like that and they really open to, to hear about things like that and just want to be educated about that as well. And obviously, the couple conversations like that, that can absolutely make a big F, uh, uh, change in their life and they can turn around and, and be a little bit more careful about what they buy and how much do they buy and how do they you know, do the whole shopping process. Uh, then I started, as I mentioned at the beginning of our interview, I've been teaching yoga all over Orange County in, uh, in California, small uh, boutique studios to, to larger, larger chains. And I had a pleasure to meet a lot of people through this, uh, through this last 12 years, I should say, and teach them yoga. And I myself been wearing all kinds of, you know, uh, activewear outfits as well. So I knew what works and what doesn't, what I like and I don't like. And obviously I had a lot of experience with talking to other people. So before I even started to design my my capsule collection, which was uh, three different tops and two different leggings, one short and two different biker shorts, um, I talked to a lot of people about like, what do they like about the activewear, what they they prefer the most or what this works and what this doesn't. So I had a good, lots of good feedback to work with, which was amazing. And I had a lot of people cheering me, cheering me all the way through from beginning to the end. So, uh, and I'm not at the end yet, but so through this whole process, which was amazing. And I, I knew that the fact that I'm doing something, what's not just, to create a new business, it was it was a little bit more behind it with the sustainability and with this entire ethos of the company. I was able to connect with a lot of like-minded companies as well in in California mostly, but some of them are also outside of California through the help of uh, Instagram and the internet. But a lot of local companies in California, for sure, we've done a bunch of uh, you know giveaways together and just in general, we just supported each other and uh, helped each other with. Uh, finding good sources and just move forward. That's awesome. It sounds like a good community. And you mentioned bicycle shorts. So I was just in Whistler and mm -hmm. I noticed that that was like the fashion. Like that's what all the, you know, all the women seem to be wearing is uh, bicycle shorts and then like a crop top or something like short. And so that was kind of funny because I live like in not a fashion place really like um it's like above new york in canada so it's oh it was always interesting for me to compare the difference in fashion from the west coast to right. other places and the west coast always seemed like way ahead in terms of fashion trends and right. so if you're listening in canada you know near me or in one of those areas i would yeah i would assume that uh, bicycle shorts are probably going to be kind of a big thing uh, for 2022 <laughs> summer and and you can tell me if they are or not so if you're listening to this later let me know if you if you see lots of bicycle shorts around <laughs> no they absolutely not a thing anymore <laughs> no, I, I hear you on that that's that's funny though that was great you explained it yeah um so tell us about the name aura seven Mm -hmm. Aura is your aura, what surrounds you. 
uh, being a yoga teacher again, like all the spiritual part of your being and body and soul is always important for me. And I look at the whole human body as 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 one, you know, with the soul and the and the emotions and and the physical appearance of it, of course. And so that's your personal aura. Uh, and then the number seven is uh, refer refers to the seven different chakras. Again, go back to the yoga culture and the yoga history, your seven different chakras all through the body. So being uh, in your aura seven, you should feel absolutely almost enlightened feel so in harmony with yourself with your body and mind and soul. Right. Okay. So I think when you're sitting, it starts at the base of your spine and goes up. And I think the bottom is just your basic, yes, yeah, like basic kind of survival stuff. And then it kind of gets more complex. Exactly. And goes all the way to the divine at the crown of the the head. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I don't know too much about it, but I was reading about it and it's quite interesting. So does this, is the chakra associated with the auras? Like, are they two yes, different so they, things they say that uh your the color of your aura is determined by your chakra situation depending on what which one of your chakras are oh. closed or more open that gives you a different hue different color different aura color so it's like more the purples that means you might more like in the divine stage or more connected to the higher sources and and so on so yes they are connected so is Aura 7 purple in that case? It, Aura 7 actually has a, a main color is that greenish color coming okay. back to the, the earth and the sustainability. But as of the beginning of the, when I was creating my logo, I started off with purple. A good sense there. Ah, nice. Well, that's so cool that you know all about that stuff because I was just reading about it kind of the other day and was like, wow, this is um, this is pretty neat. And it actually makes sense. It reminded me of, um, I think it's, the higher oh my gosh is it pat no not pavlov um maslov's hierarchy of needs or something it's like a triangle of like how yes. what humans yeah. need it kind of reminded me of that like a little bit so but this is like that's ancient great. yeah that's great all right that's another good one <laughs> yeah okay well this is so cool so personally i love the product i think that it's really great and of course like i was saying i do have a lot of experience in active wear to compare, compare it to so um i've been really happy with that i love the blue color it's just such a nice beautiful kind of blue and then i see you have some patterns as well um yes. were, so were you picking those out because they are all really nice I am, I'm sourcing everything as of the colors and the prints. So the prints currently, the prints are the, the Omnisol Eco ones from, from the Brazilian source fabric and they, the more thinner and way more stretchy. So that's kind of like different needs for, for different people. So the ones, the ones with pattern are a bit more stretchy. Yes, they are. They are way more stretchy. That's good to know. Yeah. Yes, and then the, the the solid ones are the the ones created from the recycled fishing net, and they are a little bit more like the ones you. It helps you to keep everything together, and uh, and a little bit more. They still really stretchy and moves really move well with the body. And also these fabrics are they work really really well on uh, on the beach as well. One of my friends was saying that she has the the leggings, and she went for an entire day in Hawaii for like a you know, an all day 
uh, hike and they went to the ocean as well and they went up to the, the hillside for a hike. So she said that it was amazing because they started in the ocean. They were doing a stand-up pedal board and then from there they, you know, they jumped into the water and she realized she doesn't have any change of clothes with her. So like, oh gosh, I'm going to be stuck with my wet pants all day long. And <laughs> five minutes in the hike, she's like, these are dry. They dry mm-hmm. so super fast and they also UV resistant. So that, that gives Alex a little help when you're outside and uh, the sun is a little stronger. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's good to have quick dry, especially when you're traveling, right? Because you never know what adventures you're going to go on. And um, exactly. so, yeah. I would say that too. Like when I first put the the leggings on, I was like, oh no, I don't think these are actually going to fit because I'm used to more of the Lululemon brand that, that does actually stretch quite a bit, I find. Right. Um, but then once I got the pants on, I was like, wow, these are so comfy. And like you said, they kind of hold everything in. So they keep you like looking nice and tight, I would say. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so where can we find you online? Yes. So online is the best place. I sell in, in California in some small little boutique studios, but that's not available for everyone. But the best way to go online, um, sign up to our uh, newsletter. We send out not so much stuff. We, not, we don't bother our, our, our people. We just send them out the most important things, sometimes some good uh, articles. Sometimes if they happen to be in California, we do a lot of beach cleanups and get togethers. So it's nice to know about those. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the website is Aura7, A-U-R-A-7, number seven, activewear.com. And then uh, they can find all the, the, the beautiful things what we sell currently. And hopefully we're going to have many more to come in the future and all going to be as sustainable as possible since that's the most important thing for, for us to move in, uh, to move forward and make it even better every, every single day and every single year as we move forward. That sounds good. And so are you on Instagram as well? And you're on Instagram as well with the same exact handle. So it's also Aura, A-U-R-A, number seven, Activewear, and uh, Facebook as well. If someone prefers Facebook and Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest. Yeah, that's a good idea for sure. Um, yeah, so if you want to check them out, you can go to Aura7Activewear.com or check them out on Instagram and see what they have because it's uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And it's doing a really good thing by cleaning out the fishnets in the ocean. And, um, you know, they must, I'm, I'm sure they're not going like way out in the deep ocean. They're just, they'd be around shore, right? Because divers right. can only go so far. But right. you know where else I saw them is the Amazon jungle. So I was on the, oh my gosh, I almost said the Nile. So, oh no, um, I have been on the Nile as well, but uh, the Amazon River. So, um, so when I was there, I saw so many fishing nets. It was really, really upsetting. They're tangled everywhere. And this is the home of like the pink river dolphins and they have like anacondas and um, like electric eels and like all these crazy, crazy right. things piranhas you know and uh, I'm actually really worried about the Amazon River and you know we hear a lot about the Amazon burning but we don't hear as much about the river so I hope that kind of activism with these big big companies you know like Greenpeace or um, different things that are kind of doing that work um, I hope that they kind of pay attention to the Amazon River um, because there's a lot of plastic in it and the fishnets yeah they you know I probably saw like 50 or something in a week um, more than I've ever seen in the ocean and I was a sailor in the Navy as well for a while, right? And I never really saw any oh, around wow. the van. 
the Vancouver, like BC area. Um, but yeah, Amazon. So um, maybe that'd be a cool project if you're listening and want to do something. Maybe you could go down to the Amazon River and try to do a little project where you remove the some of those nets. Um, it'd be good to go out on the river. Don't fall in because you never know what's in there. <laughs> it's a little She's dangerous. A good advice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm always always looking for good ideas and and new things to do. And so this has just been wonderful learning about uh, your two types of fabric that are doing really good things for the world and, you know, not crowding up landfills because eventually, you know, it's nice to think about the end of use. Like we don't want to think of having to get rid of our new things, especially when they're nice, shiny new. But it is a part of, you know, life really and, and and buying things so thank you for thinking about that because i think a lot of companies don't that's not really on the radar whatsoever right so thank you i appreciate that and i appreciate you to doing this uh whole podcast and talking about this matter and subject yeah thank you so much and um this has just been wonderful so uh francesca did you want to add anything uh before we go uh, the one little thing I wanted to maybe add that uh, we also uh, do a little YouTube channel. So if someone wants to do uh, some yoga with us, it's been a little slow lately, but we have a ton of videos already uh, posted on YouTube. So it's Aura 7 Yoga, A-U-R-A 7 Yoga. So you guys can check it out there and you can also see um, how the these garments are in action. So moving around in the garments that sometimes helps you make a, make a decision if you like the like a certain style or would it fit with your body. Wow, that's fantastic. I'll have to check that out too and maybe get doing a bit more yoga. I should probably yes. do a little bit more. It's good, right? It's really good for our bodies. So um, so this is just great that you combine your love for yoga and sustainability and you've got this nice product um that i look forward to seeing all over the place <laughs> so thank you absolutely thank you so much really appreciate that awesome that was francesca bray mize she's the founder of aura 7 it's a sustainable activewear company based out of california change starts now this is the zero waste countdown podcast <laughs>